0: Boys Club. Is it called Boys Club? Because my apartment looks like a boy lives in it. I wouldn't say a boy lives in it. I would say a boy is kidnapped somewhere in here. Boys Club. We're everything. We're true crime. We're, We're world, true star world star hip hop. We're world star hip hop. We're Netflix reviews. Stories
1: of the day. Boys Club. Listen. Yeah, do it. We're on iTunes. We're on Spotify. Uh, I think. Uh, no, we're not. And on Google Play, nobody gives a shit. Boys Club, Boys
0: Club podcast now with ninety percent more sound clips of black people. Boys Club. Touch me,
1: and I'll sue. You. Here at Intoxia Reviews, we intellectually dissect the art of cinema, scene by scene. Here's some clips. Oh he is It's just a fucking big wooden doll full of cum chasing kids around. <laughs> Look up guys who poop in a bag. I think that's where you'll find them.
0: Because he is hurt. It's probably just in your search history anyway, isn't it?
1: This movie fucking blows. So don't forget to subscribe to Intoxicated Reviews on all places you find podcasts. Except Spotify. We're working on it. Do not take product if you are hypersensitive. welcome back to the intoxicated podcast i'm your host sarah and if you are new to intoxicated this is a drinking comedy podcast where i have friends on we have a couple drinks and we talk about life i'm super excited this week to have a returning guest on the podcast i welcome back moxie munchies who is a second time returning guest Her last episode was episode 78 back in September, where we talked about her YouTube channel, which is Moxie Munchies, which is a really fun YouTube channel where she does a lot of cool stuff with food. But Moxie has a new project out. She has a podcast with her friend May called We Started a Cult. And what the podcast is about is all about spreading positivity and love so that you get that back to you and this is really weird because right now i'm in a really shitty time in my life and i'm feeling super negative about everything so it's kind of ironic that this week i'm releasing this episode but at the same time kind of cool in a way to sit down and talk to moxie and and try to get some positivity back into my life because oh my gosh do i need it um so on this episode with Moxie, we talked about the podcast, we talked about the idea of spreading positivity and putting love out there in the world so that you get it back to you. But at the same time, we did also talk about the struggles of that and the struggles of trying to maintain that mentality while you are actually dealing with like something like seasonal depression, which we are both going through. So it was a very honest conversation about depression and how Moxie has been dealing with that. And I mentioned in the episode that I do look up to Moxie in a lot of ways. I do super respect what she does. She has a lot of side hustles. She works full time. She stays consistent. And she stays positive, which is rare these days. We are living in a dark time in 2018. Um, It feels like there's a lot of negativity everywhere. So it's super cool what her and May are doing with We Started a Cult. You can subscribe to that wherever you find podcasts under We Started a Cult, and you can follow them on social media. Their handle on Instagram is euphoralytic, which, ooh, can't believe I said that right. I did not think I would. That is spelled E-U-P-H-O-R-A-L-Y-T-I-C, E-U-P-H-O-R-A-L-Y-T-I-C. And that is the same for Twitter and Facebook as well. So definitely give them a follow and check out what they are doing. It is super duper cool. Always awesome to have Moxie on. I have a feeling she will be a regular now. So I hope you guys enjoy this episode. It was a good one. I think I truly needed to have this conversation. I came around at a good time in my life when I kind of needed a little pick me up. So big thanks to Moxie for coming on. We did also talk about Moxie's other side hustle, which is Elope Halifax, which is super, duper cool. She provides packages to couples wanting to do elopements or really small weddings. It's a super cool business. So we also talk about that. Do make sure to also check out Moxie's YouTube channel. So that is Moxie Munchies on YouTube and also social media, Instagram and all that. Multiple places you can find this awesome lady. And do make sure, of course, that you are subscribed to Intoxicated wherever you find podcasts. We are on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify any app for Android or iphone you can follow the podcast on social media that is Facebook and Instagram at intoxicated podcast and on Twitter at in underscore intoxicated shoot me an email as well at our gmail account that is intoxicated podcast at gmail.com and check out our patreon page we are on patreon and speaking of negativity I just recorded a audio diary that I will be posting very soon for patreons the audio Diaries are available at the three dollar level on Patreon, and in that audio diary, I go into all the stuff that's bringing me down lately, so taking a hard left turn from this really awesome positive episode into a full-on rant fest, but I mean, sometimes you gotta do that. Gotta get that energy out as long as you turn it around into positivity, which I hope to do. That is patreon.com backslash intoxicated. We have various reward levels on there if you are interested in signing up. And as always, if you're enjoying the show, the best thing you can do is tell a friend. So definitely let your friends know about Intoxicated and spread the love. I don't know why I sounded so goofy there. It is... 3am and i actually have been drinking whiskey um i think this is the first time ever maybe that i'm a little bit drunk for this intro oh well um i hope you guys enjoy this episode with the very awesome moxie so we are rolling on the intoxicated podcast mm. and i'm super excited to have a returning guest
0: hello you're now, you're now a
1: regular because you've done two is that is that your quantifier for regular yeah Absolutely. (laughs) It's Moxie!
0: Yay! Hi! Welcome back, Moxie! Thank you.
1: How is it going?
0: It's going pretty good. I'm excited to be in comfortable pants today.
1: Oh, right. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And I love your sweatshirt. Your sweatshirt is beyond amazing.
0: As you can tell, I dressed up for you my uh, (laughs) pizza and T-Rex hoodie. Very, very classy of me. I love it. It's very Moxie. I was actually featured in the Wall Street Journal in the show. Oh, my
1: God, yes, you were. <laughs> You're famous.
0: I have that on my Instagram profile right now because I find it so hilarious. That
1: is un. So did you know they were doing that? or was it- Sort
0: of. So uh, at work, they were like, oh, we need some stock pictures to send. And we were interviewed for this uh, article with the Wall Street Journal. And so I popped in. But obviously, I couldn't just smile nice that I had to do this ridiculous smile with like uh, look at me open mouth and of course that's the shot that they <laughs> Wall Street Journal thought was appropriate. So. It's very you. Yeah and I don't dress like that at work normally. It was a potluck day and I thought a hoodie with pizza slices falling into a T-Rex's mouth was very potluck appropriate. <laughs> so,
1: I love it. I'm a very professional business lady. Oh hell yeah you are. <laughs> um, So this is your second time. We, I'm drinking some some chainyard Frostbite Cider. Mm-hmm. It's like their holiday cider. Which they told me, they're like, you can drink this warm or cold. I was like, ooh, bitch. Actually, I'm not a big cider fan, but I might be down with
0: warm. Mm. Yeah. And it's very, very good. Mm-hmm. It's very crisp.
1: And you're drinking Purier because Whoa. you you, drove a scooter over here and I'm not about to... Yeah, make, no, yeah, I, yeah, I yeah. go for
0: the zero blood alcohol level if I'm scooting somewhere because there's not a metal cage around me
1: Oh my god, to protect me. I was going to say like... That seems nerve-wracking, driving one of those. You
0: definitely get used to it. Yeah. Uh, I've had my scooter for nine years. Oh, wow. Um, And I bought a used, too, so it's an older one. Um, You get used to it, and I definitely only drive. uh, There's rules to it. Like, I won't drive mostly at night. Right. Um, But you get used to it. Yeah. Yeah. Holy shit. I mean, it's faster than the bus, and it's cheaper than
1: the bus. Fuck the bus. Fuck the bus! Oh, there's gonna be- it's, it's act- I'm gonna be cursing away. You're you're pretty family friendly, but Me? I'm, I'm well, gonna be. My cursing. channel is
0: my podcast isn't, but um, it's it's actually faster than a car a lot of times because I find getting out of the city at the end of the day a lot of times you live in the city too, you know. There's like always two lanes. One lane is full of parked cars. Yeah. Well, usually I can still get through that like lane and you scoot on by them yeah so i get to jump traffic a lot actually
1: that is that's That's amazing that's did you used to take the ferry or do you sometimes take the
0: ferry no where i live it's actually faster to take the bus oh fair so i can i can actually hop on one bus and be downtown Mm -hmm. um so the odd day i'll take the ferry but i have to bus it to the ferry and then take the ferry right if i lived maybe like a 20 minute walk closer to the ferry it'd be worth it but it's probably like a good 45 minute walk to the ferry Mm. and I can be at work right in 45 minutes so
1: freaking commuting man yeah yeah it's 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 no fun but you mentioned podcast yeah this is super super cool I had no idea you were starting a podcast until you were like I have a podcast
0: I think I might have mentioned you in passing last time I was here but my friend and I've been working on the idea for probably eight months, but we finally just got around to like getting everything together. And now we're in the good situation where we are able to record every week and then put it out regularly.
1: Amazing. Yes. So tell us all about
0: it. So it's called, so we started a cult, Shrug. Mm -hmm. uh, Mm -hmm. And uh, it's with my friend May Wonderful and I. And we do a weekly podcast about our spiritual movement. And the reason we started is her and I had... Uh, some lengthy discussions about how we both feel we have something in us that we need to share with everyone else and it's just about um how when you give love out you get love back Back. exponentially Mm -hmm. and it kind of puts you in a happy awesome euphoric state so this giving out creates a catalytic conversion and makes you euphoric in feeling and feeling happy and just trying to share that with the world and euphoralitic euphoric such, such a word such a word it's a lot yeah but we struggled to find another word to describe how it's like a catalyst but then you're also like getting this feeling out and out i of think
1: personally you picked a perfect time to put this out because it's winter it's
0: people brutal. are
1: feeling down the yeah. holidays like oddly enough make everyone really like depressed maybe
0: not everybody but a lot of people get down over the holidays because they're reminded of all the things they don't have in their lives people material things that sort of thing yeah
1: it's it's like pushing buying stuff down our throats
0: and the holidays start in september now yeah it's ridiculous it's It's ridiculous
1: it's it's uh, i just like I'm not into Christmas anymore. It's just too, it's just too much stress. I feel. Although our family did go gift free now, amazing. So we don't have to worry about gifts. Yeah. So oddly enough, like I've been thinking about this because I've been listening to your show, uh, which is funny because I'm the most negative person in the universe. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very negative, but I've been thinking a lot lately. I'm like, okay, I don't really have to buy any gifts, but like, how cool would it be to like just maybe like take you know how everyone treats themselves around christmas they're like i'm gonna buy that 50 dollar bottle of lotion for myself whatever yeah i've thought about i'm like maybe what i'll do instead is like just make a charity donation like it might not be a lot of money but like take whatever i would have usually bought myself and just make a donation
0: and one year actually my family still has gifts but we go pretty low-key in a very small circle um You can also just buy like chickens and cows and stuff and and give them to your friends. Like they'll give you a card to like show your friends like, oh, I bought you a chicken. They're going to be on behalf Mm -hmm. of you. It's kind of bunk, but it's at least (laughs) puts it if you're going to donate money anyway, which is usually where my mindset is. Yeah. It puts it in the mind of others where you're like, look, I bought you a chicken. It gives them them something.
1: And it gives them something physical to see to be like, oh, yeah, that's where my money's going. As opposed to like just giving a donation where you get a receipt. Yeah, and you're just like oh, okay. Guess I gave money. No idea where that money, what, what's being done with that money. Obviously, do your research, like, and figure out what charity you want to give to. You. But I, you're right. I think that's a great way to do it. We did that for my mom one year. We got her a goat. Yeah, and was like, this goat is going to be used for milk, like <laughs> somewhere. And she was so just like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I was so I was so hyped up about it, and my whole
0: family was just like, oh. Mm, thanks. <laughs> I'm like clearly it's not that they wanted the gift per se they just weren't jazzed about it like i was not totally
1: jazzed yeah but it's just like i feel like gifts should be more like that um i just feel like we're too wrapped up in like buying i would love to things. i know and
0: i just i don't need anything i'd hazard most people in my family don't need anything this year yeah. i did actually say i would like one of those usb plug-in warmers that you put your coffee mug on <gasps> at work and then that way your mug stays warm because i sit my coffee really sick. Oh, that, that is God. one thing i was like i would love one of those but to be honest i could just buy one for ten dollars now but i thought there there's something that my yeah. nephews or whatever they can go and buy me for right Christmas. it's easy it's like trying to find things that people can buy me for Christmas. It's so stupid. I don't need anything. Yeah. I purged half my house this year and just
1: don't Ooh. want clutter in my house. Ooh, that's... I feel so much better. I need to do that. I have so my I'll closets I'll do are... it
0: for you. Really?
1: <laughs> so if, if I... Okay, are you saying that if I, like, ordered us pizza...
0: Your heart just, I will take hours,
1: but you just have to have
0: your heart open Oh, my heart's open. And when you look at like an item, be like, no, and just purge
1: it. What are your thoughts? Okay, so what do you do with the stuff? Do you sell it? Do you give it away? Most of it's
0: Salvation Army. And in the past, I've been good at selling things. But this time, I just thought, I can't have any time between when I decide to get rid of it and getting rid of it because then I might back out of it. That's exactly what happens. Yeah.
1: You just like you need to like you
0: need to do the thing. You just need to get it out of your house. Yeah. But the big thing too is probably about a year and a half ago, I started working really hard at stop buying things too. (sighs) How do you do that? You don't go to stores. Stop going to stores. You don't need anything. Stores usually and even this weekend, I almost got sucked into it yesterday I depressed sitting around not doing anything which I actually Mm. loved but at the same time (laughs) at the same time I was like I should go to the mall and walk around first mistake (laughs) and then I said nope
1: and didn't do it and just stayed home I was literally talking about this at brunch a couple hours ago with my friend but like I live so close to the mall I go there for supper sometimes like I I just go there a lot yeah and you're totally correct when I go in there now I have blinders on and yeah it's like everyone talks about sales and how awesome the holiday sales are and I'm like yeah but if you take advantage of every single sale you're gonna spend so much money or you're just gonna spend money you wouldn't have otherwise spent yep you'll look at a thing and be like oh I might use this like maybe once a year might as well get it now that it's 30% and it's just like it it is so easy. Yeah. It is so easy and so it's I've been doing the same thing. I've been avoiding them all. And when I do go in, I try to be like a horse with blinders, and I just don't look. Honestly. Except for the
0: like nine candles you bought a few weeks ago. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> there was only six, by the way. I'm sorry. And these gonna only, last all only winter. Six. And I lit a fresh one for you. Yeah. It's the peppermint brownie. I'm actually allergic to fragrance. Are you serious? <laughs> should I should we blow it out? It's 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 mine. Mine. Oh my God,
0: <laughs> Maxie! Are you seriously? And cats. <laughs>
1: <laughs> this is a death trap for you.
0: It's fine. I'll live my life. My cat does not. it a couple hours.
1: hours. Oh, my gosh. Um, that's hilarious. So but, you must hate a store like Bath and Body Works. Oh, I don't go in, them. Yeah. I don't go any
0: of those stores. Yeah. But I, I honestly, the, I'm the same. I live near-ish to the mall. A little further than you, but not much to yeah. Mac. And I just don't go, especially I find like stores like Winners and TJ Maxx and all that. You're like, oh, I'm just going to go see what there is. And then yeah. you get sucked into spending 20 to to $100. Oh, that's so true. And it was just a point where like, I don't have money to spend the precious money I had. I wanted to buy on gear for yeah. YouTube. And, my, and I'm like, this isn't how I want to spend my money. If I only have $50, is this what I want to spend the $50 you wanna on? You want to put
1: it into something that's actually going to like yield something exactly. productive in your yeah. life.
0: If I have the fifty dollars, which a lot of times I didn't have money to just burn, I had other right. obligations, right? So, yeah. But you stop buying, and then you purge, and it feels so. Amazing. I need to purge
1: so bad. I got like garbage bags full of clothes just yeah. stuffed in my closet that I'm like, I'm going to get rid of these at some point, and then they just stay in my closet. And it is harder without a car. <sighs> That's the thing. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like, I'm going to have to chalk out a day and like book someone with a car. To, like, yeah. help me bring this stuff. Although I think my apartment does do, like, Boys and Girls Club. Oh, that'd be good. Yeah. I'll have to find out when they do that because mm-hmm. then I could just, like, leave it here. But it's just, like, these little things that we can do to make ourselves feel better, which one thing we want to talk about is the seasonal depression side of things. Your podcast is coming out at a great time because I'm in such a negative headspace. Yeah. So when I listen to you guys being more positive and just talking about giving and, and all this, it does make me feel better. What inspired you to finally do this and spread? I don't know. So, to be honest, when we were talking about this in the
0: early iterations, I just wanted to start a call. (laughs) Um, I didn't really care about it, but her and I have both kind of had our own personal journeys the past say like two to three years that we're both much more empathetic and try to get away from like hating things and that sort of thing so we didn't necessarily want to start like a negative thing or something that would suck people in and not give anything to them right um but then she came up with kind of this idea of this is the direction we go with our feelings I guess right and um yeah we just rolled with that and it seems to really work and it's funny because we have some people a guy commented this week he's like I thought this is satire but now I'm really into it (laughs) because she's kind of in the comedy realm of where she lives I love it and I was like well you know what there is something to be said about thinking positively and then you notice more positive things in your lives
1: and 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 giving and
0: and giving, yeah.
1: yeah, yeah, and just having
0: empathy and realizing that everybody out there is just like you and needs someone to love
1: them too, it's so true, and I'm yeah. seeing it so much this time of year, yeah, because everyone is feeling really worn down, depressed, energies depleted, and like I have it, my struggle is is that sometimes when this happens with friends reaching out to me being like. I'm really sad and depressed. I don't know what to do. And life's crashing in on me. And and I've been struggling lately because I'm like, I want to help you. But I also need help. It's so it's this weird like thing. of do you say that? Because no one says that stuff to me. Really? No.
0: You, I watch your Instagram stories and I want to come mother you. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm up at like 5.30, exercising, eating right. And you were up like two hours ago. And I'm like, oh, my God, she needs to go to sleep. Yes. oh my god she needs to.
1: <laughs> it's it's my energy has been i mean i've always been a night owl but in right now i'm in this vicious cycle of i'm just always tired like no matter what i do
0: yeah but uh, when was the last time you slept eight hours a night for a solid two weeks and got caught up? oh a solid two weeks
1: never <laughs> because you don't
0: you don't catch up in a day it's a slow catch-up eh? that's the science of sleep
1: yeah but my struggle is, is that when I get home from work, I hit an energy low, and if I'm at all horizontal on any surface, I will fall asleep.
0: Oh, so you're napping after I'm work? I'm napping, and so oh. then
1: I actually get peak energy around ten or eleven because you have a na- you're in that vicious nap cycle, and yeah. so then I don't get enough sleep, so then I'm tired through the day again, and then I nap. So like, I have friends always telling me like, just pull an all night or some night and exhaust yourself, so that like. Or not maybe, maybe not an all nighter but like suffer through an an evening yeah, without you can't napping nap.
0: yeah i and don't I go nap. to bed
1: at goddamn 11 o'clock I, I can't nap because
0: i will not sleep at night yeah, yeah it's it's but it's tough to break the cycle for sure
1: it's tough to break the cycle when you are depressed it's tough to break the cycle any time let alone when you're depressed and let alone like when it's dark at 5 p.m. and you get home and you're like it's dark
0: do you sleep. think you're depressed or do you think your anxiety has exhausted you
1: Good question i think it's like a little bit of both to be honest
0: because i i i didn't i was insanely anxious most of my life not realizing that was a thing that was not depression i guess and just realize now like right. i'm anxious and right and then work towards removing that but also i in the
1: fall in that i just become listless and that too see i think for me right now it's more depression because my stress is manifesting in i don't care So in other words, if I'm in a stressful situation at work or something, like say things are overwhelming and stressful at work, I'm just like, "Mm." oh, well, yeah, I'm just absolutely go
0: home and eat chips, unmotivated. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And all the stress is internalized and it's not coming out in the form of panic attacks or um, freak outs. Yeah. Uh, It's it's actually just coming out in me shutting down completely. Um, And also to creative roadblocks. I've just been finding myself uninspired that's, lately. That's my problem. Well,
0: I mean, I had a really, really busy year too, but that's my problem too. That it's more like way things. Not the podcast says is like new and fresh, and yeah, old you're old in like, the honeymoon stage. But my videos, just the past couple months, I'm like, oh, I need to shoot that, and it's it's more of a burden than a joy. Right. But then once I get doing it,
1: I'm like, you like oh. it. Right. I love this. But it's getting yourself to that it's point. It's getting yourself to do it. And coming up with new ideas. It's hard. Yeah. I described it as like hard.
0: listless. Like I don't want to do anything. Yeah. And I want to do everything, but I just can't push myself to do it. Mine's definitely oh tied to fall, it getting darker and yeah. all. of Mine's definitely tied to that. Not necessarily the holidays. The holidays definitely affect people, I know. But mine's more like starts in October Kind of creeps up, can't wake up in the morning, even have sleep, and then, <sighs> and then just you don't want to get out of bed and do oh anything.
1: I, you're speaking my language. This like has hibernation. been my life. It's hibernation. Yeah. Yes. And like, I'm such a social person. I love being social. and I love socializing. And I love doing things. And I'm an extrovert. So like, when I when I'm going through these lows, I'm just like, this doesn't seem like Sarah. Like, wh- where is she? Where would mm. she go? So it's like tricky and. Um, I want to know your tips on how to deal with it, but what I've discovered is what I've started doing is giving myself really simple goals every day. So like, yeah, and this people are going to laugh, but like mega simple, like do you do the dishes in your sink, shower, wash your makeup brushes, (laughs) because that's very actually meditative for me. I love washing makeup brushes, (laughs) (laughs) shower, yeah, brush my teeth, yeah, Yeah. simple little things that like, yeah, it might not have this great impact, but doing something every day is so important to me cuz i hate the days that i do nothing. I actually feel like i'm wasting away life. I have to be productive to have value in myself. I can't just sit
0: and watch Netflix all day. No. That's not fun for me.
1: Yeah. And yeah. most of the day is cool, but do do <laughs> do one thing, you know, do I a you couple be things. I mean, doing something, right? Yeah. yeah. Totally. Yeah. So what how do you
0: I mean, I've been working yeah. on it for a few years. I don't know if I always had it or if it just started in mid-20s or if I just realized it in my mid-20s, um, but I kind of have a multi-pronged approach, so I have a satellite, which <gasps> you can get those at Costco for under 60 bucks. Oh,
1: seriously?
0: Yeah. So how do you use it? You sit <laughs> under it in the morning? So you have to use it like 10, 20 minutes a day. So I have it at work. So when I go in, in the at work in the morning, you the, the Costco cheaper ones... Only the high setting is scientifically effective and close to your face. So I just have it like... Think of it like a KD box, like a Kraft dinner mac and cheese box, but that size. And I hold it like a blinder beside me because you don't have to look into it. It just has to be like hitting your eyes. So then I just sit like this with it beside me like a horse blinder for 20 minutes. Holy shit. And it's not like, oh, I suddenly feel great. It's a thing that definitely helps over time. And I find... That at least wakes me up a little bit more in the morning that you're really sluggish and then the bright light, your body's just like, oh, daytime at least. Because
1: remind me again, are you not into coffee or are you?
0: I love coffee, but I'm off caffeine because I can't sleep. My sleep is, I destroyed my sleep when I was younger. So now I don't drink caffeine for about two and a half years and I find it makes a huge difference. So I still drink decaf, but no, I don't have caffeine in the morning. Right. So this light
1: is kind of your coffee.
0: But does the coffee actually help you in the morning? Because so science says it's not, by I the way.
1: switched to, oddly enough, people always talk about the different roasts and how much caffeine is mm-hmm. in them. I didn't like the taste of me- Keurig uh, medium roast coffee, so I switched to dark, which has less caffeine. It definitely does. Um, I don't know, but I do know... Is it's the routine,
0: yeah, and and it's the warm,
1: it's the warm beverage, it's a warm hug, which I
0: still do. I still drink something warm in the morning, like a tea or coffee or even a glass of hot water. I still
1: do that, right? And it's like part of one thing I'll say is I do notice when I don't take caffeine, like when I if I ever have a day where I skip coffees, Mm -hmm. um, I'm just tired as fuck. This, I,
0: I, I swear, all of my friends are probably so sick of me saying this but if you look at what caffeine actually does to the body that tiredness is actually a withdrawal symptom of the caffeine not actual tiredness yeah so
1: it's it's insane
0: we're all freaking crazy anyway
1: i um, know and then you get the and then there's days where i'll over caffeinate and i'll get the caffeine crash which is that's just like makes you feel terrible yeah
0: and i it happens to me so much easier now since i don't have daily caffeine but
1: God damn! No but yeah, fan. I do the light,
0: and then also like it's so bad, but it's so true. Daily exercise and eating right.
1: Huge I know it's such difference. a simple, easy thing Huge to say, but yeah, difference. you're totally right. Like I can't.
0: It takes more work to do that to me than like a giant month long project at work. Like it takes yeah. so much work for me to eat a salad when I'm kind of out of that cycle of it. But mm. eating right and exercising really does help it really does everyone's you think it doesn't people talking about medication and that but try that first it takes time but it really does help. i think
1: and it's establishing the routine that is the tricky part with that
0: possibly yeah
1: because yeah. for me my currency is time and the time it takes to cook is too much in my life for whatever reason. But
0: eating healthy doesn't necessarily mean you're cooking anymore either. It's true. I could just you change just my. buy t- a giant change salad.
1: Yeah. Change what I buy for takeout. Really. Exactly. It's tricky though. Ugh, I it just is. don't like. When I eat a salad, I don't feel fulfilled. At all. You need to get some protein
0: in your salad then. Or it's mental, which is my problem too. I'm like, ugh. <laughs> just lettuce. Hate-
1: this wasted a meal on lettuce. Why did I do that? I just hate salads so much. I know. They're the worst. So another question about the depression side. Do you find yourself more emotional? Do you cry a lot when you're
0: depressed? I don't know. I don't know if mine's necessarily like classic depression or just like listlessness and lack of motivation. Right. But I'm in my 30s and I cry way more all the time now. So it's kind of hard to tell. (laughs) I cry so much. The new WestJet commercial for Christmas is out Uh this morning. Uh Uh-oh. I was Uh a ballin' and it wasn't even good this year. Can you give me... uh,
1: What's the premise?
0: Uh, So it was three... Canadian pods of people family or whatever that all seem to live in the UK and then they surprise their family members from different parts of the world so one girl one an older couple their daughter was there from Seoul someone met their boyfriend at that um country concert in Vegas the sh- the one that got oh, shot up oh shit and they flew him to see her and stuff like that so it was good oh. but their premise this year is like around the world since they're expanding their, their right. reach and then they have like deals every day or whatever but it's Ugh. not like when they went to that village and oh the dominican and so anyway yes i cry at everything anyway um right so i don't know i don't maybe but generally i'm pretty emotional about things anyway same <laughs>
1: yeah. and it's They're not like crying. if i cry
0: about something like my day is ruining them down it's just
1: water coming out of your eyes because you feel it it's an exfoliation of your insides <laughs>
0: <laughs> just get it out getting the excess liquid out
1: so like are you okay you're a very positive person i try to be i, I know, wasn't obviously, always obviously you have the podcast but positivity and love and um how do you deal with anger because we all get it um I have been thinking about this a lot lately, because in particular, don't want to make this a feminist thing, but in particular, guys, uh, or males, like, they internalize a lot of their anger. Um, I I know a lot of people who just refuse to admit they're angry when they're clearly angry. Mm -hmm. And that terrifies me a bit. (laughs) It's not to say, like, you should be like, "Ah, I'm angry about everything all the time. But, like, I take the approach of, like, I like getting it out, because then I can breathe a deep breath, and get on with my life. Well, you don't have to scream at me you just be like, I'm frustrated about X or Y. Ex- just expressing exactly. the feeling. Like, exactly. Yeah. A- acknowledging that the feeling is there. Yeah. Um, But, like, I know that as pessimists, which I am, it's so easy to dwell on that. Like, to stay in that space. Yeah, for sure. And, like, stay there. Because, like, it's everything sucks and na-na-na-na-na. How the hell do you do... Like, when you have a really bad day or when you're dealing with something that makes you really angry how do you how do you deal with that so may and i the person i do my best here, I do the podcast with
0: we were actually i mean we've known each other since we were 15 we were actually super i don't know if we'd say pessimistic like super cynical people yeah um like very hateful laugh at people type person not to their face but you know you laugh yeah and it just, through time, it kind of evolved. And I think, honestly, the root of it is empathy. Like, a lot mm. of times, I still get super frustrated about something. But then if I'm able to pause and think about the other person in the situation yeah. or whatever it is, realizing, one, it's not necessarily about me. Right. That whatever happened wasn't an attack on me and accepting No one is actually thinking that much about me to 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 be malicious about something, and two, having this—it sounds like I'm fucking Oprah. Two, having (laughs) you are Oprah, yeah. All this like hoo hoo, ha ha. Having gratitude for what I have, like I, I, I have. I mean, I'm not rich. Uh I work and I pay bills, and you know, I never have to worry about food or anything that sort of thing. But. Just, I guess, being empathetic about how everyone else in the world is living and realizing it's not about me and just that I'm happier if I don't dwell on those things. <sighs> so true. And just trying to refocus your energy elsewhere.
1: So in a lot of ways, it's okay if you, I feel like it's okay if you tap into that anger briefly, but as long as you take yourself out of it um, and turn it around to think about the other side. Yeah. As long as you get there, it doesn't really matter how you get there, but you're totally correct because I've started doing audio diaries uh-huh. lately for Patreons and I listen to them back and I'm like, cause it's just me talking to myself. Yeah. I'm not talking to anyone. Um, and I listen to it back and I'll be, I'll be talking about like, you know, complain about something. And then I'll immediately go, yeah, but on the other hand, like, you know, there's a lot of people who don't have this thing. So, like, I'm lucky for it. Like, I'll always turn it, like, I'll it's this weird circular yeah. conversation with myself. Yeah. Where it's like, you know, I'm not, admittedly, where I want to be exactly. But no. I've come far from where I was. Exactly. And I don't think we ever get to a place where we want to be, quote, quote, anyway.
0: Right. Um, But one thing that helped me... I guess, in, to be honest, it wasn't completely conscious that I kind of evolved to being more positive. But one thing that really helped me, I should send you the link to it. It was the Ooh. Nerdist, which we won't get into the Chris Hardwick thing. Um, <laughs> but it was the Nerdist podcast episode with Hannah Hart. And she's, she's my fave. I love Hannah Hart. Um, and she was talking about how her slogan is practicing reckless optimism and that doesn't mean la la foo foo everything is great in the world Mm -hmm. it's that you look forward and say i'm going to have an optimistic approach about this circumstance i'm going to hope for the best it doesn't mean that you don't acknowledge something bad might happen or you might not get what you want or might not have what you want But you intentionally think, no, I'm going to think about the good in the world and what can happen in this situation. That's good, right? And I really love that. And you
1: like a like you just you tell yourself, I'm going to do this,
0: or just like you think about something. Be like, yeah, that bad thing might happen, but something good might happen. Something good can come out of it. Or this, such with me, a lot of times I just laugh at things that make me angry because they just seem so ridiculous and yeah. not that my feelings about anger are ridiculous but the circumstance is ridiculous right like you get super frustrated with so for example I this week I had to close a bank account anyway <sighs> long story short they closed the wrong bank account Oh my! and God. I had to call in and there and it was a joint bank account with someone so then it was like this whole thing and I just had a laugh at how ridiculous the situation was instead of getting angry at the bank or the person who very wrongly closed the wrong account and blah 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 blah. that's a big just like what how how does this happen like it's so ridiculous (laughs) of course this happened to me kind of thing right so i just try to laugh
1: i mean, just laugh at it Yeah. yeah yeah
0: and i was at this this women in tech um forum on tuesday and people were telling some very upsetting stories about Essentially, how they've had very bad experiences, and one of them was so bad and so ridiculous, and you would never think it would happen in the realm that I work in. That I did actually laugh, laugh. because yeah. it was just so ridiculous. And I guess in those moments when I'm laughing, I'm kind of giving up for a microscopic moment, thinking like, "Well, what are we going to do if this is the world we live in?" Seriously, but though. then just trying to refocus on solutions and yeah, remembering the good outbalances bad even though all we see around us is like news reports and social media are bad.
1: And social media can be a whole other Yeah. Like fucking <laughs> I'm a I'm a producer of it so I shouldn't talk. You live on social media. I've thought about taking, you guys were talking on a recent episode about social media breaks. Yeah. I think it's going to happen soon. Do it over Christmas. I mm-hmm. might. Although my idea of a break is like days a weekend (laughs) but you know what it's tough when you make content though you can't really because you want to still promote your shit but at least in my case and i i I would think in your case too it's connected to me it's my content is me so if i disappear it's going to be hard for me to i don't know maybe i can still post to the podcast stuff and, and get rid of my personal accounts but it's a little tricky It's a little trickier.
0: The thing is, it's not necessarily all or nothing either. Like, so the episode we're this week that we're putting out, one of the things we talked about is like micro love and just little snippets of things. So you wouldn't necessarily have to quit at all. Why don't you just take a day a week that you're like this day? I'm not going to do anything. From midnight till midnight the next night. I'm not going to touch it. Yeah. And that little microtransaction of only thinking about positive and not getting sucked in with the negative or Tinder, right. or wh- like all everything Ugh. digital. Yeah. Turn the data off your phone or whatever. Right. Or just
1: delete the apps from your phone or just
0: delete that. Do yeah. that one day a week. And that might make a huge difference for your mentality, too. It might.
1: People will probably think I died
0: because then you don't you don't <laughs> you don't have that personal excuse not to project this but you don't have that personal excuse like oh i need to do this for you know my passions you don't have that excuse because it's there's no way that one seventh of a week that you're gonna miss out on sending anything out in the world because easily you can do whatever you need to send out there in
1: the other six days
0: of the week and get it's just true. just as much of a message out there
1: like you're literally taking a meat day yeah
0: once a week you know thursdays or saturdays or whatever works for you if i don't know what day you put your podcast out obviously not that day right Right. but you pick a day and you turn off the phone before you go to bed the night before and you don't turn it back on right
1: that's such a good idea
0: and then think about like if you spent one seventh of the year not on social media how much mentally you'd be better i've mentioned yeah yeah But you're just having those little bits of self-love like little
1: micro like breaks yeah they're like micro breaks yeah
0: And it's not enough time that your unresponsiveness will ever turn anyone off either. That's very true. I think you would still
1: text and stuff, but it's just...
0: I mean, it's up to you. Personally, for me, that's almost like saying, oh, well, I still need it. So I'm still going to do it a bit.
1: Right. I
0: I would definitely say, like, I could not have the phone function of my phone just in case someone got hurt or you know there was an emergency i'd still want the phone function yeah but if there's if like if something's so important someone could call you and chat with you that's too. true
1: yeah why are not we calling each other anymore i feel like that the phone combo is gone like calling friends the on the phone and talking i'll talk to people but it's just
0: not my thing either
1: being talking on the phone
0: yeah interesting and part of it, too, is, you know, if I'm on the bus or... Oh, I hate that. ...at work or that sort of thing, I can quickly chat with my family or someone versus the phone is, like, it takes all of your attention, which is kind of negative to say that, you know, you're not giving someone completely all your attention, but depends on the person, I guess.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, one concept I've started thinking about, and I it's kind of a mix of you guys and something else I read... Um, Have you heard of this concept of spoons? Millennials and spoons. It's kind of like going on the idea of like reserves. You guys were talking about being low on certain reserves in your life. Like it's kind of like energy reserves. This rings a bell, but no. Let me get, I'm actually going to get my phone because I want to look it up. So it's just kind of like a graphic and it says, uh, my friend is quote unquote running low on spoons. What does that mean? Um, Your friend is running out of energy for reasons relating to a disability or health issue. Maybe a condition that isn't visible to others. And it's called a spoon theory is what it's called. Um, spoons represent emotional and physical energy. We start each day with a fixed number of spoons. And every action uses up some of them. The more demanding the task, the more spoons it requires. I don't know why they picked spoons. That's all
0: so weird.
1: Right? I'm running low on spoons is a way to tell f- uh, friends and family that you need to postpone plans for the evening, for example. Um, it can help others appreciate when you're flagging for reasons related to sensory overload, chronic pain, or other challenges. So, so it's really just a way of saying, "Bitch, I'm tired."
0: <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say,
1: why don't you say like energy or as we yeah. say, love? Yeah. yeah, it's a weird, it's a weird way to describe it. But I've thinking, I've been thinking about that more and more lately because I've been finding myself saying. I can't do that thing. I have plans. When really my plans are to do nothing.
0: So why do you feel compelled to I don't know. to say that instead of just saying no thank you? I know, right? That's the thing. Cuz you're still like putting emotional effort in. I it, am. Instead of just being like, no, I'm To good. make them feel
1: like I
0: can't you're do still, that thing because get, I have get into the whole thing. thing. Like you're still putting it as a burden on yourself
1: instead of just owning your desire not to do it. I've been doing that with Tinder guys lately though. I've been saying a lot of like I'm busy this weekend and then they'll be like what are you doing? I'll be like I'm actually doing nothing. That's my plan. I'm
0: um, <laughs> <laughs> I went on a little like internal rant a couple weeks ago that I need to be like the Tinder expert. I think you and I talked about Ooh. this. I'll critique people's Tinder techniques. Oh, interesting. And their profile pictures and how they're approaching women like Men or people are attracted to women who have a tough time, like, give me $50 and I'll give you an hour and I'll fix.
1: Because some some profiles are just really bad.
0: Well, and two, just the approach people take and the feeling that you owe them something because they want to interact with you. I
1: hate that.
0: I took some issues with the podcast you had with your friend that... Scott? <laughs> we won't get into that. <laughs> what, what was it? I'm not a comedian. I'm not in that <laughs> circle. I will not... Get sucked into the drama cycle you know what i was reluctant to put that out well you even said or posted something along with it yeah but even that i was like no one owes you anything i don't (laughs) care i don't owe you anything ever
1: i will admit that i think just generally speaking and it's not a gender thing if you're gonna set someone up or like arrange a date and then not show up it is nice to hear no like that i don't want to go Please. And like that's, that's males a, and females.
0: That's being a jerk. Not yeah. showing up for a planned time for whatever the context yeah. and not letting someone know. That is being a dir- jerk. That's being just a
1: douchey human. The
0: empathetic side of me would try to be like, it's not actually about me. Ryan. One, like that was an attack on me. One, they either live in this anxiety loop that even the thought of telling someone no, has crippled them and then blah, 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 blah. but it's still not okay
1: it's still not okay but there's reasons behind it but there's reasons behind that have yep. nothing to do with me because the thing is like especially with online dating these are people you don't know yet
0: even if you know them, you don't owe them anything. anything. If you're not yeah. interested, you're not interested. Exactly. You don't owe them, and it's a courteous to say no, thank you, or that sort of thing. Yeah, but you don't owe them anything. It's just like applying for a job. Yeah, if you apply for a job and put your resume in, yeah, they don't owe you thirty minutes conversation.
1: No, not at all. No, that's just what it is. There's, yep. Yeah. Yeah. And I and I love when friends, I love when friends are honest, like br- like almost like brutally honest. I like. I'm like, well, there's this thing going on. You want to come? They're like, no. I'll be like, oh, but why? And they're like, I just don't want to. Yeah, <laughs> I love that. Right? So much. I'm like, okay. Just cut to the chase.
0: <laughs> it doesn't have to be, you know. You don't. she's got to take care of yourself first. You have only. I'm only. I'm gonna say love. You have only so much love. Yeah in you to give or energy or whatever you want to call it and it's okay to say no to things
1: it's total
0: like say no to all the things but I find too we all get stuck in this cycle of saying no and then you actually feel worse in the end because if you would pushed yourself to do something small would kind of you know yeah the interaction would help your mental state even if it's not necessarily what you want in the moment
1: that's very true like you'll always hear people being like I didn't want to come out tonight but I had so much fun yeah not even
0: necessarily yeah. able to have fun but like your brain is a muscle and you need to work it out if you're depressed and you just sit alone all the time
1: yeah it's not getting
0: any better oh my
1: gosh that is so you need true. to push
0: yourself to challenge yourself to have situations that make your brain work
1: and like even if it's just talking to the people that you're really close with and comfortable with exactly like the people that are able for to hang out with you even if you're not in the best mood
0: or even going to the grocery store and saying hi to the cashier when you buy your Michelinas. like that yeah that's better mentally for you generally now i know that's not everyone but that's most, most people it's just like going to the gym most people hate going to the gym but when afterwards it does slowly help their physical well-being it yeah. may hurt afterwards but overall it's helping you. it's the same thing with your brain your brain needs to be worked out
1: those endorphins are good for you
0: yeah it's all good for you
1: it's all good for you um your friend talks a lot about crystals and you don't may is so into crystals <laughs> and you're just like you're you, you've mentioned that you think it's placebo it is a placebo thank you i totally I have, agree i have a science I totally brain however i will say just like anything else
0: just like our entire movement if you approach something with positivity if you approach something with the it's a tool to help you do whatever you're going to do anyway then hey i'm down whatever right if it's making you feel good do it exactly yeah if if buying crystals makes you feel good and not breaking your bank account keep doing that are they pricey some of them can be. It depends on the rarity and all of that. Most of them are like 3 to $10. It's really nothing in the scheme right. of things. But if it's a way for you to like focus your energy and like look at this tangible item. Yeah. To, you know, put your positivity out or remind yourself that the universe is an okay place. Yeah. That's okay with me. God damn. So I think it's just going to be an ongoing thing where she tells me that the crystal powers. I love it. And I say how it's a placebo.
1: I actually love that duality.
0: Well, it... Shows how you can coexist too, right? Like yeah. she was doing Wiccan spells when we met and I school. need to talk to her. Holy and shit, I'm so I fascinated. Was just giving her looks at the time, like, uh-huh. <laughs> and we're
1: still best friends. Still besties. Yes. Yeah. Um what's it like working together on a project? It's good. I was really nervous. Uh it's
0: going good so far. But I will definitely say like a lot of things I'm doing now in my life, I couldn't have done them 10 years ago. Like I'm better at um, not being all my way or the highway. I'm better at compromising and trying to say if we disagree about something, trying to say something in a nice way rather than a blunt way because I'm a very blunt person um but so far it's pretty good I think it's a pretty low stakes thing yeah I definitely had this in my head as like my baby and I really wanted to do it for months and then got her involved in it so um letting it evolve into something that we both see as a vision rather than like what I've built it up in my head
1: right which
0: could be kind of a representation of anything in your life like relationships and that too right it's not just about you it's you got to communicate between the two of you yes but she may is an awesome person and her and i have evolved from negative cynical slugs to awesome positive people kind of parallel even though we didn't do it together and it's i'm so grateful to have a friend like her and someone like her that You know, I have that long standing, lifelong
1: friendship, but we're both still in the same place in our lives. That's so fascinating that you were both like, are you able to touch on when you were in that negative space? Like what was going on? Yeah, I don't know. It just, um. Or was it just a mentality? I think
0: it was just a mentality and we both like changed and grew differently in different times. But it just, you kind of, like, take pleasure in seeing the negative. And yeah,
1: it's really, yeah.
0: I don't know. I, I certainly was always the type that I always liked helping people in that, but would kind of do that drug where you would, like, look at negative things online and it would just, like, feed your own beliefs about that sort of thing and yeah. have a bad outlook on life and people and just... I don't know it just evolved over time that's so interesting yeah it's great on the sunny side come on over
1: <laughs> but I I like people who have come over to the sunny side from darkness because I've been thinking about it lately and I'm like when I get advice from people this sounds bad but like I don't really want to get advice to people who've never struggled with anything I'm like fair I would rather hear you feel from like the person they don't is, understand I feel like they don't understand and mm-hmm. it's not that it doesn't make them a bad person yeah uh, it's just things have worked out for you and that's fantastic but I want to hear from the person who's at rock bottom yeah and somehow is now in a better place yeah like uh, that to me is more fascinating And I want to know about the rock bottom. I want to know how it felt, you know? And and I was like,
0: and I, I don't think I lost to it. I think a lot of people worry like they're going to, it's their personality to be like that. And I, I, I definitely have a little bit of that feeling that like my cynic mean side is my personality, but I don't feel like I've lost that because I am insanely empathetic and compassionate and giving. Until you screw me over and then yeah. I come down like a hammer. What's your star sign? I don't believe in any of that <laughs> <crap>. <laughs> What is it though? Well, okay. You guess then. Should I guess? Because it's all bunk. Are you a Gemini? What's a Gemini? Why do you think I'm a Gemini?
1: They're very outgoing people. They're very loyal people. Mm-hmm. I see you as a loyal person. I'm a Libra. You're a Libra! Interesting. Well, I don't really I don't really know much about Libras. <laughs> I know a lot of Geminis. And personality wise, I see you in that realm. But interesting. So you're not into the astrology? It's not that I'm not into it. You don't you don't you it's think fictitious. Think it's- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Love it. Does May believe in that? I didn't talk to May. You do need to talk to May. Um, I want to hear her story.
0: I want to hear about these Wiccan spells. I'm going to message her. We'll come back to this.
1: Um, I don't. I take astrology with a grain of salt. I do. To me, it's
0: it's like crystals. It's a tool that if it helps you, that's great. I cringe when people spend
1: money on it. Ooh, I was going to ask you about um, the idea of, okay, so like I'm all about this putting positivity out mm-hmm. to get it back i'm all about this now yeah i just personally think thinking is not enough so like there's a lot of people i know who will think the day away who will have and i'm just like these thoughts are great but you need to put them into actions you yeah know what i mean, I like, need, you I need, need to, to action it you need to action it yeah. and so like people who just kind of sit around and wait for life to happen because a psychic told them this is your year Your year is going to be this, like, based on tarot cards or whatever. Mm -hmm. I feel very, like, that makes me feel really icky. I'm like, you need to do things to get those things to happen. I mean, thinking is very important, but you can't just think. Like, I I have the secret. I read it. I read it. Thank you. It's bullshit, right? says
0: the girl who essentially has a podcast (laughs) about positive thinking but
1: the giving ours is action yours is action yeah so like you know if even if it's as simple as collabing on a podcast or something or like you know giving a shout out or giving a charity like you're still doing something you're not just thinking yeah so that's totally different with the secret i find it's like yeah i understand the idea of vision boards and i've thought about doing it, but like if I'm just looking at the vision board all day, it ain't going to do anything.
0: One way I would kind of like reconcile that in my brain and not get to, the secret drives me insane, too. Trust me. Yeah, um, it's just a little too passive for is me. Is that those it's people with those outlooks probably wouldn't them taking that path to thinking about what they want probably isn't inhibiting them from doing it right if they had not encountered any sort of self-help or insight they probably would have sat with nothing and done nothing anyway right but yes i do find there is a disconnect with a certain percentage of the population that they're like thinking positively won't do anything for me it's like you're probably right but if you just do one selfless act in a day and that is thinking positively looking at the person in your work that you know you bought them lunch may make their you know whatever it is that that
1: helps you yeah 100 percent yeah yeah. So so the thinking is important as long as you are using it to change your way of thinking so that you can do things. Exactly. And I think the, that put things out there more.
0: And the doing it, I think, is part of the like being selfless or giving love to someone. Yeah. Any action like that, I find you have to really put your guard down.
1: Big time. like
0: I made you these cookies to someone you don't know well at work or mm-hmm. I saw this scarf in my closet and I was giving it away and I thought of you you have to put your guard down and be you have to expose yourself which is really hard and I yeah. think that's half of it that that is half you're of it, putting yeah. out there like I'm willing to show you me through this loving action whatever I'm doing right. that so that's that's I think the reason people don't necessarily action it they're yeah. scared that Whatever happens won't be exactly what they thought in their head positively.
1: 100 percent. Or it's exactly what they thought. Please, which is No one, make decisions based on psychics. Don't ever do that. Don't give psychics your money. Um, I do it once a
0: year. That's about it. Or at least go it, to me. It's like going to the casino. Go into it knowing you're paying that dollar amount for a form of entertainment. Yeah, not answers mm-hmm. or solutions to your life. Exactly is oh, back to saying. astrology. Oh my gosh. She says, hmm, not really. I never studied it. I wanna read up a numerology and maybe that will be a gateway.
1: Oh she gonna get into it.
0: <laughs> Respond, she'll probably eventually listen to this podcast. I'm responding, Ugh, May.
1: <laughs> gosh damn um so you you mentioned earlier about empathy Mm. so are you like an empath like are you someone who can walk in a room and pick up on the energies of others
0: well that kind of goes down to like woo-woo juice yeah and um woo-woo juice (laughs) I don't know I definitely am probably more empathetic than the average person and say I'm at a party and I see someone sitting in the corner alone I do like feel for that person and feel bad and think oh I should go talk to them even though it'll like take away from my experience if I don't click with them or that sort of thing um but I think part of that is just I mean all of it is just a way to describe our feelings and it's all on a spectrum and I definitely see and feel people's feelings but try not to let it suck me and do whatever they're feeling negative or positive that's a
1: good balance Yeah. yeah
0: being aware of people's feelings and helping them if I have
1: the spoons aka the love <laughs> to do it. I, I don't know why when I saw that it just stuck with me. I was like, "Why? Why spoons?" I don't like it. Why not just say like like I always think of it like energy tanks. Yeah. To be honest, and there's separate energy tanks Battery. for different areas of your yeah. life. Um and yeah. a lot of times if you are someone, like do you consider yourself an extrovert or an introvert? Um
0: for most of my life I thought I was an extrovert, but now I think I'm an introvert because I enjoy being social and having extroverted times, but I recharge in alone time.
1: Interesting. Um, I feel like when, if you are someone who is a full on extrovert, people expect you to have like endless energy tanks. Mm. And so much of my life lately has just been telling people like, please don't take it personally. I just literally like can't talk to humans for a night. Like, 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 because I think even extroverts need to have that. They need to plug themselves into a wall. And two, like, (laughs) if you're
0: depressed or whatever, I find, at least personally, I can't, for lack of other way to describe it, work on myself or reflect on myself with tons of people around. I need that alone time to do that.
1: Oh, yeah. It's so important. And it doesn't
0: necessarily mean for me because my mind is always busy. It doesn't necessarily mean like journaling or anything, but just like being around the house and cleaning and not putting on pants and, you know, having those snippets of thought to yourself in the day.
1: Do you have a journal or do you have a day planner? No, I
0: hate writing. I hate writing. Do you have any
1: organizational tools that help you? Get your shit done,
0: mostly only at work. Yeah, and I have like calendars at work, like on the computer. Thing. Thing. Yeah, cool. Yeah. I've often, I write lists. Too. I've
1: often thought I tried bullet journaling for a hot week, and I haven't lasted past a week because um, I don't have. <laughs> this is dumb. I'm not a neat handwriter, so I feel myself just looking, like looking at it, being like, "This looks gross. I don't want to even look at it." And then I was like, "Maybe I should just get a really good planner mm-hmm. to help me visualize my month." like what I'm doing each weekend because mm-hmm. as someone you yep. have side you have multiple side hustles you don't have just one you have three
0: yeah that's
1: a lot of scheduling and a lot of planning um yeah. so I'm always fascinated with people who have multiple things on the go how they organize that because I'm still struggling with it and I, the other day I trapped at um Coles, I was just like staring at the day planners like which one do i get and i ended up just walking away and not getting any of
0: them may bought me she's but. i i had like lists i have lists and oh, i okay, a, your a list, list okay. of one of my side hustles the dates i need to do things in my wallet and she's just she bought me a day planner for my birthday oh god and love it was her. an awesome like hollow hashtag holosexuals uh day planner hollow what's that mean oh you don't know what a hollow sexual is no tell me simply now logical what's that you need to get down this rabbit
1: hole i want YouTube. to tell me all about it so
0: there's this canadian youtuber named christine and her her channel's called simply nail logical she has exploded since i've started watching is it her. nail art well not so much anymore she's kind of like evolved okay around. but anyway so she has her like you know how they all have like their groups well her thing is holosexuals and as people are like almost turned on by hollow what do you mean hollow? Like, it's very popular right now. Like, the silver with all the colors in it. It's not iridescent, but it's hollow. So if you move it under the light. Like,
1: like iridescent? What are we talking about here?
0: How do I describe hollow? It's that it has reflective properties that it shows the whole rainbow. Not okay. Just, so a lot of things right now are silver with, like, the rainbow of the reflective properties. So it's kind of, like,
1: prismatic.
0: Yeah. Okay. yes, yes, yes. So anyway. um, Holographic. Yeah.
1: When you were saying hollow, I was like picturing like. too deep. Got you. Um,
0: Anyway, so she bought me that and I I don't use it. I use Gcal. Okay. um, Google Cal. At work. And I use it at home. But I just kind of mentally am always processing what I have to do in the next week or whatever to kind of try to keep track. Yeah. I don't have. Most of my side hustles don't require a schedule, I guess. That's good. Like my wedding's do and the podcast with May once a week, but her and I just kinda of negotiate when we can do it. Um the rest is just kinda of as I want, right?
1: That's so I wanna know more about this other side hustle you have, yeah. which is a low Palifax. Yeah. So um, tell me uh, all about this. This, this is fascinating. To not me.
0: tied to my Online persona at all, but I, my friend and I have a company called Alope Halifax mm-hmm. at Alope Halifax on social media. If you want to lope contact us anyway. Um, so I <laughs> have the ability to legally marry people, I love this so much. This is so cool. And he is a super awesome photographer, and we just got really frustrated with the whole wedding business and how everything costs so much, yeah. And you know, there's a constant markup on everything if someone wants to get married and we worked a few weddings together that I kind of had created an elopement for people so um, you know someone coming from Ontario, they just wanted to elope down here and I hooked Tyler in and we had an awesome wedding in Point Pleasant. Or someone was coming up from Yarmouth and they just wanted to get married this year and they'll have the party next year, but they still wanted to capture the moment with photography and that sort of thing. So we sell one low price packages and by low price, I mean you are married with... A beautiful memory package of pictures for under $1,000. Oh my god, that's amazing. So I think our lowest package is um, 700 And if it's more than that, say I quoted this podcast and we'll do it for 700 <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But you get your JP. We go somewhere with you. You have your wedding. You can still bring people. We call it a low Lopalifax, but a lot of people still bring like 10 people with them. It can them. be like a small wedding. A small wedding. Yeah yeah, 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 So we describe our business as elopement and small weddings and we hold the wedding for you you have beautiful pictures afterwards and you're married because the whole point of being married is committing to your partner for the rest of your life not necessarily having this giant party that'll burden you with costs and emotional obligations to your family and all
1: of that. Yep nailed it nailed it. So if what you
0: want is to be committed to your partner for your life you don't have to have this giant party with garter belts and bouquets and you know inviting all your aunts and uncles you never see anymore you can just go Bring the people you truly want to be there and then go out to have a nice dinner with them after or brunch or whatever. Some people get married in the morning and then they have the whole day to spend with their families
1: or whatever. Right? That's
0: amazing.
1: Yeah. So do you help them with venue pick out and stuff like that or most kind of? Or?
0: Most of the year people choose just to do a park because a lot of parks we mm. can just do for free in Halifax. go. Yeah. The one exception is the uh, public gardens. You cannot. That place is bonkers all the time. But uh, you can do Point Pleasant. I mean, I've done Surprise Wedding in Shuby where I've hooked up with a couple and then they told the whole family they hired a photographer for fall pictures with everyone and then the bride showed up in a dress Aww. and the whole family was delighted. I love that shit. And it's not the pressure of everyone, decorations and all of that. It's just... We've been together forever. We've decided to get married. We're going to do this. We don't want any of you to stress. So there was probably like 25 family members there. Holy Um, crap. That's amazing. They did actually even call the grandparents in Newfoundland on that wedding. And the grandparents secretly flew in. So, you know, it was all the great parts of the wedding. Everybody gets to see each other. Everybody gets to catch up and have that positive moment. But with none of the stress. With none
1: of the... And the financial... And
0: none of the financial burden, too.
1: My God, You pay
0: us once. You do have to go buy your license. We're not allowed to buy that for you. But you pay us one fee. We show up. We do it as small or as big as you want to.
1: So when, so, okay, justice of peace. When did you get legally, is it called ordained? Is that the right word? No, ordained Ordained. would be religious. So swore
0: in probably. sworn in. When did that happen? So I've been, I've been a justice of peace for a couple years. Yep and i had to think about it and you have to swear an oath to a judge and i've been doing weddings ever since a a lot of them happen between spring and october-ish because that's wedding season
1: yeah big time
0: but i had been always kind of positioning myself at the lower end of size and pressure weddings so i use i usually do small casual weddings rather than large productions because the productions usually stress the couple out so heavily that they're not even enjoying their day. And I want to have a connection with the couple and help them enjoy those few moments where
1: they're actively committing themselves to each other for the rest of their lives. That's one thing I want to ask you about. What's the process? So do you, do you meet them before? Do you talk with them? Like how do you get to know the couple?
0: So it really depends couple to couple. The bare minimum you're supposed to meet them at least three days in advance and ensure that they have the best intentions, of blah, blah, blah. Usually what wow. happens with me is I've been communicating with them for you know a back and forth, what they're looking for, what I can offer, that sort of thing. Then I'll meet with the couple just casually for a coffee or that sort of thing and make sure I'm a good fit for them because there has Ooh. been a couple weddings where I've thought... I'm they don't want me to do this wedding. Oh really you just
1: like you just sense like that they're not. Well just that
0: what my style like I'm a very easygoing person and that sounds bad. I'm (laughs) a very casual person and they want more formality and that sort of thing versus I want it to flow very casual and be a certain way. Which is Um,
1: which in my opinion is way better at a wedding.
0: It it all depends on what you want right. People people do have um, the dream that it's you know like very proper and i'm not a proper person um meet with them then i write them a script um we go back and forth on the script if they Ooh, want changes so it's kind of like a custom it's i fully customize everything for every couple that is so cool so there's a few legal statements you have to say within it but i try to like pepper them in because they're not romantic at all right. it's like i name like they're you it's crazy um <laughs> and like if you go by joe your whole life well if your first name is actual samuel like you have to say samuel because the, le- the legality it's the legality side of it um but like fully customize the script for the couple uh and then usually we meet beforehand to fill out most of the wedding paperwork so then that day when you're done you just sign 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 it's not like trying to figure out because it asks some weird questions like where was your mother and father born what was their names at birth
1: so instead I, I of, instead I would of having up Adam there at the then, altar and be like uh yeah. mom Where? <laughs> like and I don't, you don't know the answers <laughs> i don't think my approach
0: is necessarily unique compared to other justice of the pieces but right. um so do that ahead of time get that out of the way and then the day of we usually meet up since a lot of them are casual the bride and groom come together it's not a big reveal or anything Love you know that, that They show up, sometimes in a white dress, sometimes both are in suits, sometimes no one's in a suit. It just really depends on the couple what they want to do. so
1: cool. Um,
0: And then do the wedding. Wedding takes usually five minutes. Holy crap, so quick! You can do it in 90 seconds if you want, but I usually fluff it out to, okay, well, let's do some vows and stuff since we're here anyway, kind of thing. Um, Sign, 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 and then they're done. And then Tyler usually, who's my photographer partner, usually spends an hour, an hour and a half, depending on the situation, taking pictures of them, whatever they want a picture of. Some couples want an elopement announcement. So they'll bring a sign that says, like, we eloped or we can help people find a sign to do that. So then that way, if they want to just blanket post it on social media and hope everyone sees it kind of thing. Love um, it. they can have a nice professional picture and at least that picture like we could have a day turnaround on it and then they get their pictures for the next few weeks i love
1: the idea of oh hey we're married i love that i love that idea yeah like, there's no like we're engaged and then like you know it's a whole two-year thing of like we're gonna get married and it's just like When you bitches getting married? It's a lot of work (laughs) and a lot of money.
0: And actually, a lot of couples will say to us, oh, we're actually planning on, you know, having a big party next year or whatever. But they just want to be married. They they want that moment for them.
1: God, I love that. Does any weddings stick out to you as, like, your favorite? Or, like, one that, like, was particularly They're all really
0: unique. Uh, One, I didn't do this one with Tyler, but I had a couple essentially through a friend i found them they found me i guess on reddit and it was cool. a cu- it was a couple from germany and they wanted to come over and do a really nice wedding at peggy's cove oh, I love it. so anyway i went through the process and yes legally right now you can get married at peggy's cove because a lot of these small weddings as long as you're not like preventing other people from using the space it's completely right. just as long as it's you're a okay okay public with tourists being everywhere Yeah. Yeah. So uh, it actually ended up being a foggy day, which is really cool. And they came over. They didn't even have anyone to witness. So I had a friend because I can provide witnesses for a fee. So I had they had one witness in the photographer and then my friend was the other witness. Um, So did the wedding. They were awesome. We went out to dinner with them because they were like, please come to dinner. We're on vacation alone the whole time. Come. We had an awesome dinner with them out there. At uh, rhubarb or whatever the place was, it was it was really neat. Oh and they were the type like, no, please keep our contact if you're ever in Germany. I, we're not just saying this.
1: Please come come. That's visit so cool! It's like you're making friends. You're making, making straight, straight up friends. micro friends. Aww. Spreading the love. So. I love that. What are your personal views on marriage? Like, do you ever want to get married? Or
0: I would get married. I'm not married. I never have been. Um, it just to me. I don't think everyone has to get married. No, yeah. But I think it should be an option for everybody if they want to do that, w- even if it's just an informal, non legal, you know, public declaration for people. Yeah.
1: yeah, it's it's
0: all to me. It's up to the two people getting married.
1: Yeah, what they it really, want. really is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, like, <laughs> I like this idea of smaller weddings. I think that they're so much more special.
0: I think we're in an arms race where we have so much access to media and exposure to how big things can be and how they should be that it's become this arms race of bigger and better and best instead of let's really look at what we want to do with our money and our time and what would be really great for us and our close family and friends or whoever we want to attend there.
1: And like really at the end of the day, a wedding is for the couple. It should be. Often it is not. And unfortunately, it's become this big thing. Yeah. Where it's about all these other people, and you're so worried about pleasing all these other people that you're not going to enjoy it. But that being said, that doesn't mean I don't get sucked into Say Yes to the Breast
0: Clip. Uh, say Yes to the, <laughs> say yes yes to to the Breast! breast. <laughs> say Yes to the Dress Clips on YouTube sometimes. Oh I love... Yeah, I used to
1: that watch that show That clip date, though. Oh my God, it's so... What are your, like, go-to... Guilty pleasures right now to make you feel, to cheer you up. (sighs) I don't know, man. (laughs) What you been watching?
0: I just rewatched Sex and the City, which I don't endorse for anyone.
1: I was wanting to rewatch it.
0: Don't bother.
1: Is it terrible? They're all terrible people. Yeah.
0: Actually, no, I correction. Samantha, lovely lady.
1: I saw a BuzzFeed article that was like talking about how terrible they all are. And then they were like, Miranda's the best one. And I was like, no, she isn't. I think they're all pretty bad in their own ways. They, I
0: mean, th- we're all damaged, but <laughs> they're all generally fairly damaged people. Oh, yeah. And I mean, you're similar ish age to me. They were all so idolized. And those were not, those, those stories showed struggle and trying to grow, not something people should idolize. Sorry
1: and materialism and all of that i i I, the reason i wanted to rewatch it was because i wanted to see if i related to it more in my 30s yeah hopefully you don't (laughs) then i did in i don't know what age i was when i when i watched it i mean i'm 31
0: late teens probably late like 20s yeah
1: yeah i mean like i wouldn't have related as much back then i don't think
0: Ugh, I I was never deep into it even back then. I would watch Saw and I still had remembered what the end of the show was and everything, but
1: Yeah. They're just not oh, I forget the end. I won't say it. <laughs> I forget what happens at the end. There's... Is it something about New York and New York is my No, just like Carrie's her... plot line. Yeah, okay. Um Tell me when the mics are off. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: They're just not good people. They really yeah. aren't. Like yeah. Carrie her boyfriend has a house in the country and she's acting like it's the end of the world to go 45 minutes outside New York City. Yeah, and very like, snobby. Even if it's not your thing, that how how do you expect to be in a relationship if you can't give one weekend to what your spouse wants to do?
1: Yeah. It's that's... not
0: like you're standing up to your hips in swamp water. It was a cabin <laughs> and you were reading magazines and there was cell reception. <laughs>
1: it's so true fuck maybe i should avoid the the re <laughs> it might it might make me hate it more hate
0: watch i mean like uh, i i never loved it yeah no either did i
1: i was never like someone who was crazy about the show and
0: i i asked my sister-in-law about it because she had all the dvds that's how i'd watched it years ago and she was like yeah
1: i know and yeah. it
0: made me feel better that someone else felt that way but I don't know if I necessarily, I haven't been consuming a lot of media other than just casual YouTube watching. So much YouTube.
1: And how's the YouTube channel going?
0: Good. I loved your recent video. Thanks.
1: I hadn't put one out in hilarious. like a month. But um,
0: it was good. Yeah, I loved it. We'll see. I haven't got a lot of views on it, but I thought it
1: was hilarious. So that's yeah. all that matters. Hotting the dick in the painting. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. My
0: signature move. <laughs> dick and all my arse do you have people helping you with your videos no is it literally just you yeah holy shit
1: i mean who would, <laughs> <I> mean? <laughs> would help me it's true i i say this but like for the most part i i do things on i my i idea. will admit someone
0: helped me with the title so uh i'm I in like a, a chat with a bunch of people on um, about a certain youtube channel and i was like i need help with this title and an awesome guy who he he's actually a writer he gave me the bob frosting because i love that so much since it's bob ross out of frosting so i would i didn't think of that that was awesome but yeah no i do all the work and that's sometimes what takes so
1: long (sighs) but people people don't realize when they watch things just how much goes into it that that was a lot of work yeah, that was a lot probably of stuff 20. you have to set up, and it's then... probably
0: like twenty hours. And it's a six-minute
1: video. Do you find it weird filming alone sometimes? Like, like I find personally, I I've thought about doing. I've been in times this weekend in particular. Which, by the way, thanks for agreeing to come on this weekend. Because I was like, I put a call on Instagram, just like everyone. I'm depressed. My motivation is terrible. I'm not you doing really great. sold it. I'm not doing great <laughs> at reaching out to guests. Please, if you want to come on, for the love of God, message me. And then you were like, I'm in, and I was like. Thank you. Y- you really sold it.
0: I'm terrible right now. Please come join my I was just being terribles. honest because
1: sometimes yeah. it's hard to get guests. I think it's, uh, you're you're going to, you're lucky with your show because you got a consistent co-host that you can talk to. Yeah. It's tough sometimes when you have to call on friends. Yeah. Because it's like, I don't want them to feel like this is like like a, a bother to them to come on. Yeah. I want anyone to co- who wants to come on to be stoked to come on um and, and so I was I, weird I have that
0: pressure sometimes too for sure um I will say there's a couple people that if I call on them I know they'll do it even if they don't yeah. necessarily want to yeah. but, but my business partner in a little palfax, Tyler um he is actually he is I call him my ringer like if I don't think something is perfect if I bring him on he will always make it funny and he generally seems to enjoy doing it and is enthused about doing it with me too but yeah it is tough because a lot of my I'd say for the first year I didn't do alone episodes because I just thought I need someone to play off to make
1: this that's that's what I'm yeah
0: which is somewhat true but just found a bit of a bit more goofy niche I guess to do it alone which is
1: weird because when I watch your videos like you are so lively and entertaining that I often think there is someone behind the camera even though there isn't I'm probably more lively since there isn't someone because I'm not
0: worried about what that person's, person's thinking. thinking. <laughs> I never thought of yeah. that. That's a good idea. That's a good I wish thing. I did. That is the one part of the process. I wish I had someone filming for me. I yeah. don't mind sh- like I don't mind being in front of camera. I don't mind editing. I actually like editing the best. Yeah. And I don't mind thinking up ideas, but I wish I did have someone come in who like minded the camera make sure it is in focus yeah. moved it around for shots and that's just sort of kind thing. of monitoring
1: yeah and, make and sure just had an eye good. for shots and yeah stuff too. i think that that's so and it's it's cool when you do have like you have your your friend tyler like when you do have these people that you can call on because they don't just become guests they become like part of the team in a weird way yeah he's super supportive yeah, like part of the team. and i mean like
0: we're business partners in another venture now so
1: that's so cool
0: yeah jeez, you're doing so much i know i do too much how you stay insane i don't i sleep eight hours a night and eat healthy
1: are you ever going to take a long vacation and a break from everything
0: um so i didn't i've only shot since may i have probably only shot three videos okay but that was because i was going through a lot of life changes and stuff too um right check out my most recent video about making a bob ross if you're curious about my personal life
1: i uh, i actually have a thousand questions but i wasn't sure if you wanted to get into it
0: i mean i don't want to get too deep into it but i was in a i was not married but i essentially had to get divorced we were together nine years and you have to go through a legal process and that sort of thing
1: wait 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 wait
0: yeah, there's all these people are like oh i don't want to get married because i don't want to get divorced yeah you still have to get divorced it's just a,
1: it's not the it's just
0: not a divorce it's a were you separation with this person oh yeah we owned the home together I
1: never knew this yeah. what
0: yeah we were together like nine years okay that's and, a long time um we owned our house together for six years oh my god so we had like shared assets and
1: but you've been since I've known you you've lived in the apartment right
0: I'm still in my house. You're
1: still in the house. That, You're not in an apartment. That YouTube set. I built a YouTube set in my basement. Holy
0: shit! That, that was okay. I have... that was part of the past six months. So, uh, well, I renovated. There was cupboards there, and I. When changed did this
1: breakup happen?
0: Uh, April, and then he moved out in June. Holy shit! Yeah. Holy sh- <laughs> shit! <laughs> I thought you knew. I mean, I I, I didn't know it was that recent yeah like he might have still been living with me when I came and shot the other episode
1: I did with you I can't remember did that end on bad terms or good terms
0: um I would say that ended as best as it ever could right we were both super mature um super empathetic yeah. Or as empathetic as I could try to be. And I found he was very caring and empathetic. I don't, I don't want to get into the specifics. what happened. Right, right, right. Um, but honestly, it people just need to set aside their... I'm not saying this about him. I'm saying that he and I did this well. Um, right. You just need to set aside your own whatever and have that one last thing where you work as a team and get it sorted out and just do it and we just did it as affordably as possible we went to one lawyer and a lawyer can't technically advise you if you go together but you go to the lawyer and get the paperwork done and you know we he and I just sat down a few sessions and decided everything's ourselves and you know what was fair between the two of us and then we paid a little bit of money to a lawyer to write it up so you weren't actually married no but But you still had to get divorced
1: like common law yeah okay got you got you got you so like assets and stuff like that exactly got you got you got you oh my gosh
0: and technically in canada i believe as soon as you live together you're considered common law so these people like oh i don't want to split my money if i get married and if you're living together they already have a claim on it
1: interesting it doesn't mean that you're forced to
0: end the situation but
1: but it could go there it
0: could go there but when for example when we bought our house we had already sat down and head on paper Um, If this goes south and not that we ever thought it would, but just that's essentially like a prenup about the house.
1: Oh, because it is a house. Yeah, you're very correct in that. Who who put in what
0: money and how to sort it out and that sort of thing. God,
1: Friggin logistics. And you have to deal with these logistics while you're dealing with like all this emotional stuff.
0: Yeah, it takes a long time because it really is like, okay. With everything that happening, like the way I described it to people who are outside the situation was, you know, everything in my life is super happy and this thing is not happy, so now I need to put the work into this.
1: You need to put the work to get rid of that. And, um,
0: you know, when your life is no longer what you thought it's going to be, <sighs> but now you have this opportunity on the positive side and the love side of choosing whatever you do with your life with a yep. clear head that you never had the opportunity to do. Not that you didn't, but, you know, things are changing. And if they're changing, choose the path you want. Did you
1: learn a lot about what you might want in a partner going forward? Um, Or even if you want one. Maybe you don't I, want honestly, one. Honestly, like, I, I, I am very content and happy alone. I would... I've been thinking about this lately. I want to do an episode all about being alone. Like, all about the idea of being happy alone. Because that's something I struggle with, yeah,
0: obviously. Yeah, and I... I, I Probably like 30% of my struggle is about the what should you do rather than what you want to do. Right. Um, I think it was something that evolved all through time. It wasn't necessarily just, oh, now that we've broken up and my life has drastically changed. What do I want now? It's something that, you know, evolves over time as you get older too, right?
1: Are you looking to date?
0: Not right now.
1: Yeah, fair. That's totally fair. Um, Just critique other people's profiles. Don't. Yeah, <laughs> right?
0: So I uh, I have committed myself to uh, things working on myself for the next couple months at least, which was like the plan that I would consider it in twenty nineteen, but I'm in no rush. That's good. Yeah.
1: Don't put the pressure on yourself. I'm
0: happy. You got a lot going on too. You're Busy. I, I that is part of it. Like, <laughs> You're so I know busy. you need to make time. I'm like, when when would I even go out to dinner with someone?
1: I've I've been thinking about this so much recently about just the idea of like, you know, I've been alone for six years and it's like, fuck yeah, I do want that intimacy, but the thought of how to work another human into my now life that I've established
0: let alone the compromise and energy it takes to be a good partner yeah like what am I willing to give to compromise in my life right now and I'm I don't want to put that on other people I'm I'm good
1: and it would be hard to find somebody who like it it would be hard to find someone who's like okay with every facet like you know Mm -hmm. like this is what I have going I'm not gonna change this for anyone so you, you're either okay with it or you're not
0: and I, I, I'm definitely open to change a lot of things like that mm-hmm. but yeah a few things like I what I like spending my time on yeah. isn't that's exactly it. yeah is isn't necessarily a couple's activity
1: and also like lifestyle too I feel yeah like especially where I mean depending on how long you've been alone but like for me it's like six years so it's like a long time. It's going to be a huge adjustment for me if I was ever in a relationship. And so whoever, whoever I choose to enter that with needs to be patient. Yeah. And that's something that like I don't often communicate that well with people or with men. Like, but it's just kind of like you're just going to have to realize that like this is so new to me. Mm -hmm. Like I used to have it six years ago, but that was six years ago. That's a long time you're a different person now i'm a different Everybody's person
0: now in their 20s to their 30s i'm
1: not used to working in a like you know i work friends into my life but mm-hmm. friends are not the same as a romantic partner no like there's not near the amount of i guess work i don't want to say work but you know what i mean
0: well also communication i think communication, i'm communication yeah i i think that i'm a fairly good communicator as the years going on like what i want and need and yeah. especially with newer people like oh i don't want to do that or i love- i need this or that sort of thing yeah and that i i wouldn't be tolerant of someone who just flips around and and gets upset but doesn't talk about it or you know what i mean playing some sort of game i'm not into it yeah you want to go out to dinner great send me a dm <laughs> thank you yes but other than that like i'm good in my life i probably like yeah. a travel buddy but the past couple trips I've traveled alone and it's been awesome. And I then I'd I... love
1: to take a trip by myself. It's actually lovely. You wouldn't have to like like bend to anyone else. You do what and
0: admittedly, so I usually travel a lot with my friend Mugsy, Um Muggsy. and she is awesome to travel with because we are really good at firstly, she'll just do anything. She she's so optimistic and excited about anything. She'll just do whatever I want most of the time anyway. Love that. But secondly, not taking offense if you don't want to do the exact same thing 24 7 yep yep it's okay to go on a trip with someone and spend the afternoon
1: apart i i experienced that on both my trip trips to mexico going with friends and being like i'm gonna go explore the runes you guys can hang by the pool if you want but like i'm going yeah uh, see see you later tonight you know like i'll, yeah. I'll meet meet up with you later and they're like yeah it's if you want to do something try to figure out a way to do it you don't have to so i wouldn't want
0: to ruin that because my one yeah. major travel buddy her and i travel so well together oh I and then travel. and or i'll just travel alone because i go to disney a lot because i'm a weirdo i saw
1: that there's yeah. a lot of pics from disney you well love i mean disney. i take a lot
0: and then kind of feed them out of my feed, but
1: Um, (laughs) which i always wondered i was like is she going all the time or are these just all pictures
0: (laughs) immediately I wouldn't go a lot but my parents live 20 minutes from disney oh holy shit seriously yeah oh that's convenient so that's easy and then i was out west for um a conference for work and i was like "Ah, i'll pop over to disney because i'd never been to that disney before the disneyland yeah
1: which one do you like better
0: probably world
1: yeah that's what everyone says
0: but it's what I grew up with right my parents live there I went there when I was a kid even when my parents didn't live in the states so
1: yeah I would love to go as an adult I the only time I went was grade five
0: it's bomb my ex yeah. is does not like really any of the things I liked and even he <laughs> was like this is great like he's he's not into any of that stuff and I took him and he's like yeah this I it's i the, it's, had fun this was great It's the happiest even place even without earth. kids it's really fun yeah
1: you can drink there too apparently
0: you can i don't but you do, you <laughs> but can. you have the option there's a lot of food a lot of the food's crap but then they have a lot of good food too depending on like how Where much you want go. to pay
1: apparently it's really um, pricey eh the food there
0: yeah depending again what you buy yeah i eat kids meal and it's enough food there you go like yeah it's it's you know 800 calories it's enough food to get you to your next meal that's very
1: true and like overeating is an issue like i feel like there's no need to overeat no even though it's tempting sometimes yeah gosh damn so we're at yeah we're almost at an hour 40 so we'll wrap her up wow yeah we'll wrap thank you so much for coming on no
0: problem kind of last dark. minute and go
1: home. obviously <laughs> you need to get your ass home
0: on my scooter I would
1: love to have if there's ever a situation where May is in Halifax
0: yeah we can hook you up I, I would love to have I actually her, tried to get her to both her to come of you today on. because she was in uh, Moncton yesterday I was like oh you can just keep coming yeah um, but you guys can totally do it digitally too I'll tell you what we do
1: I, I would love to talk to her mm-hmm. I, I would love to hear her story too um, I think it's so great what you're doing and it's so inspiring that you're doing so many things. Like you have so many different side hustles and you're working full time and you're just killing it. And I, I look up to you in a weird oh, way. Thank you. So there you go. Now I can't
0: look you in the eye.
1: <laughs> not in a negative way, but just like, I can't
0: take praise. Okay, no, I think, thank you. I
1: think you're killing it. And, you know, obviously this episode we talked about seasonal depression. We're all not perfect. We all deal with challenges. But I think if you surround yourself with people doing similar things and or just positive people and yeah. i know
0: that's so cliche to say but you know what so if all true. your friends are negative follow me on instagram and dm me i'll talk to you i was
1: gonna say that like i'm in uh sorry for listening to anyone in this group chat but i'm in a group chat with like three of my close close friends and it is a cesspool of negativity and by that i mean <laughs> it is it is all we do all day is complain about our jobs yeah. and listen the complaints are valid I'm not saying they're not, but I, as much as I do get negative, need to mute it all the time because I just can't.
0: Yeah, and I'm in a I group chat. I can't deal with it. A four-person group chat with awesome ladies. Shadow Main Girl Gang. Long story. um And it's all positive. <laughs> What's it called? It's called Main M A I N E, like the place. Girl Gang. Anyway, I um, love it. It's all positive. Oh, really? And it's a I mean you know you gripe sometimes it's not like oh no complaints allowed but it's all positive it makes a huge difference in your day when when you're going to talk to people there's a source of support rather than a source of yeah down but you guys should start a second group and you have your gripe group and then your upside group
1: we should with the same people with the
0: same people so that'd be interesting that way you're not like policing that people can't complain
1: friggin group chats like the dynamics in group chats are fascinating to me
0: that's the only group chat i'm in literally oh really
1: i'm in a bunch of them
0: i got when i got divorced i lost the group chat so lost the (laughs) girl it's okay freaking i can talk to those people one-on-one if i need to talk to them which i do
1: but you're in the house alone now too right
0: no i have two roommates
1: oh right you have two roommates gotta pay the
0: bills so it was a three bedroom yeah it's a three bedroom
1: <laughs> that's a that's uh, it's weird I had someone tell me recently they're like because I've been talking about like the depression thing and they're like you live alone so that must not help and I was like you know that's extremely true extremely 100%. true if I had a roommate like that, that I could just chat with interact. Yeah, yeah I would probably be in it. maybe I should just get a roommate again I'm 31 maybe I should just go back to it
0: yeah, I'm 35, and I have two roommates, so, you know. I just thought, <laughs> I was, I thought I was done with them, to be honest. Yeah.
1: Like, I've lived alone for almost two years, but I was just kind of like... I to live alone. I was like, I like this. This is a decently priced apartment, but if I had a roommate, I could get a nicer, bigger apartment and have company every day.
0: Or you could just have money in your life. Money. Because that's my motivator is... Money. I, I could live alone still and not have any money or Ugh. i could look at it as a part-time job interacting with people yeah and then i pay off my debt
1: yeah that's actually a really good point maybe i'll do that i don't know i'm, I'm hardcore thinking about it 2019 is around the corner and um girl gotta pay down those credit cards so <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> could just start doing like bake sales or something you'll find other ways to make- I don't
0: know this is, this is like <laughs> looping back to giving the charity for Christmas yeah! the human front fund from Seinfeld you just start having bake sales for like <laughs> the helping fund and you just give this generic description and people give you money oh
1: I love that there's this site called Book Cameo that like non like kind of i'm well
0: well aware of do you know book cameo yes
1: so fascinating to me to see like what certain people are charging for like their little video shout outs i
0: know i'm Mm -hmm. like i was tempted to put myself on there just just no one's gonna book it but just to like send it to family and friends and be like if you want to book a cameo
1: (laughs) (laughs) get a personalized video message from this person that you already know in your lives, I should be talking to Unfamous you anyway. I'm famous YouTuber. If you want yes! a cameo, cameo, pay five dollars. Oh my gosh! Oh my, it's a genius. Business. Do you ever get negative? Just quick question before we wrap it up. Do you ever get negative comments on your YouTube videos?
0: Oh, totally. What like?
1: What are they? Are they mean? Uh
0: yeah. Um, most of them I just block the people. Good. Um, a lot of them are dumb bitch. Oh my god! Because you know I'm obviously you're so stupid so unintelligent in if i have a different opinion about a Kit Kat bar than you <laughs> um <laughs> uh people suck and a lot of times people now i look i'm super sensitive this in real life mm-hmm. but people have perceived slights over they call me racist basically what the hell why y- you've watched my videos
1: where does that come so out?
0: So if I don't like a snack or don't eat it in the way they think it should be eaten, I'm insensitive racist. What the hell? Listeners, please go watch a sampling of my videos and yeah. Holy sh...
1: People are ridiculous. That's and look, insane. I'm super
0: culturally that's, sensitive. That's and insane. I, when I am filming, I am conscious not to say anything like... Of course. And not to appropriate culture and everything but if i'm it's for example like i eat a lot of japanese kitkats if i don't like the t- taste of the japanese Kat, it's okay to be it's like still food that you're this eating. tastes gross i don't like this
1: mm-hmm. that's not
0: being cultured." and it's never um i'll say from my perception and seeing profiles on that it's never of someone from you know the country that i'm trying the food of it's always someone it's just someone looking for a fight Oh, my God. And not to be negative, feminist, yeah, yeah, but I'm quite confident that it happens more to me than, and it is always a male. Doing Commenting. It. Yeah.
1: Yep. Wow. Wow. <laughs> so, well, remember, love. That's, that's so wild to me because even just like watching your videos, there's not even the slightest, I've never even had the slightest tinge of like, ooh, no.
0: never. No, that's. Never. It's lighthearted, fun exposure to food. Holy crap. Or maybe
1: painting Famous Bob Ross with frosting. frosting. <laughs> I really wanted frosting after I watched your episode. Yeah. Like, you should have been sponsored by. I ate a Betty lot Cracker. of frosting. Fuck, it's so good. I've recently been doing frosting with animal crackers, like dipping them. Yeah, you mean homemade Dunkaroos. Hell fucking yeah. Yeah, so good. But thanks again, Boxy. No
0: problem. Everybody,
1: follow, subscribe. Sure. Subscribe on wherever you find podcasts to. Is the the name of the podcast is we so we started a cult. So we started a cult. You can find that. But everywhere. it's not a cult. No. It's a spiritual movement. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> and I I would like to join. <laughs> So long as you'll have me.
0: Absolutely.
1: Um, and you can follow them as well on Instagram at Euphorlytic, right?
0: E-U-P-H-O-R-A-L-Y-T-I-C.
1: Yeah. That's, a, that's I, I would, would not have even attempted to spell that. <laughs> but I'll, I'll, I'll link. Click the link below to follow them. And thanks again for coming on.
0: Thanks for having me.
1: And you get to do a bell ring. Make it a good one. Ring that bell. Oh, well, I mean, you can do that. You want there you go woo, 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 woo. All right
0: Hey Lily. Oh, hey, Krista. Did you know, according to an unproven internet meme, you will cross paths with a murderer 36 times in your lifetime? I did know that, and you want to know
1: why? I can guess. Because we're
0: 36 Times, a Canadian true crime and comedy podcast, which covers crimes in the Great White North. Every episode, we focus on a major crime, and then we lighten things up with a kooky one. We cover everything from major cases and unsolved mysteries, to peculiar getaway choices, and animals behaving oddly. So catch our bi-weekly episodes on iTunes, or wherever you find your podcasts.